0: Every minute, every moment counts. Hello, I'm Julie Hyde, and I understand what it takes to make these moments count for leadership, business, and your life. This podcast will deliver insights and game-changing leadership moments that will allow you to level up and shine a light for those around you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Making It Count, and this episode marks my 100th episode. Woo! What an achievement! Woo! <laughs> it's gone so fast and so much has happened during the time since I started it, and I've learned so much from my guests and also about myself. There's been three significant things that have happened, you know, since 2018 when I started it, which was I turned 50, which was a huge milestone. COVID happened, very significant for us here, um, particularly in Melbourne, but, of course, all over the world. Uh, I was diagnosed with stage 3 melanoma cancer and used this platform to, uh, I suppose, share my message about that. But so much has played out in between these episodes, so it has been really interesting to reflect on it. I've had 86 amazing guests, and I've done 14 episodes of my own. That means about 300 to 400 hours invested into the podcast, which is probably a little underestimated, I'm thinking as well. Thousands of downloads, which have doubled in the last year, which is really exciting, and thousands of dollars invested into it. It's a really big milestone to be doing my 100th. And I didn't want to do this episode alone. I wanted to share the excitement with someone before it gets released to you. So I asked my very good friend, Mel Williams, to join me to unpack the last 100
1: episodes and to join me in celebrating. So welcome, Mel. Thank you, Julie. What an absolute honor to sit here with you on your 100th episode. I know. It's
0: like triple figures. It's like, wow. And I couldn't think of anyone else that I'd love to join me on this episode. So thank you so much for saying yes to my frantic call. It's like, hey, really quick, would uh, would you be part of my 100th? Yes. Great. Done. Now I'm going to hand the
1: microphone over to you, and you're in the driver's seat. Amazing. I can't believe you're trusting me with this, Julie. So let's turn things around and um, let's interview you today. So it would be really great to get some insights into what led you to start a podcast. Well, my first episode
0: was 5th of November, 2018, with one of my wonderful clients, Frank Bambino, and when I first asked him, he was like, yeah, sure, never really listened to a podcast, but, you know, why not? So it was really nice to start with someone very familiar. I was thinking at the time that podcasting was becoming a bit of a thing, so I asked someone who had started doing that, like like, what what did they do? And they said, look, just get a microphone, plug it into your phone, find the guests and interview them. And I thought, oh, that sounds really easy. I contacted Lee Asher who was managing my socials at the time and I workshopped it through with her. And, you know, we came up with the name, making it count, we did the artwork. I found someone who would edit the podcast for me because I'm just not technologically savvy And basically, I committed to a date and just decided to do it. That's what I'm like. Once I decide to do it, I do it. I procrastinated on it for a very long time. But once I decide to do it, I'm done and I'm committed. Why did I do it? It really simple at the time was because I wanted to remain relevant. And as I said, podcasting was becoming a thing. So I wanted to get into people's ears as well and bring them something interesting about leadership, interview people sort of from my network that they might not have met before or, you know, have had the same experience and could learn from them. So it was really as simple as that in terms of the why.
1: Why did you decide to call it making it count?
0: it has been something that's been with me, I think, probably throughout, you know, my whole working life in particular. For me, making it count is about making everything you do count. And that means being really intentional and purposeful with your actions and your leadership. So I wanted to interview people who were doing that and ask them to share their stories to assist others with their leadership both personally and professionally because people learn through stories and that is what I love about it. And when someone shares something often, you know, a really personal part of their story, often you know that someone really needs to hear that message now and and it can make a, a real difference for someone who might be tuning in from anywhere all over the world you know time is really limited for a lot of people and it's something it's a resource that we never get back so I think making every moment count in life is something that's really important for me
1: yeah and I think that that comes through um, really strong with the podcast and with the episodes they're also really well aligned with what's happening socially that's something that I've I've noticed and picked up on so moving along, and, and this is a bit of a fun one that I would love to unpick with you, because it's something that I'm always interested in. You know, you're laughing already. Has there been any episode where it just went pear-shaped? So I want, I want what's and all here, all here, Julie, for um, everyone that's listening, because I know that people are just busting to know this. Has it ever gone really? wrong where you just thought oh my goodness how am I going to fix this (laughs) yes yes when you're
0: really reliant on technology things can just go wrong at any time so I remember when I was into um, I um set up the time with Steve Grace last year um to interview him and um we had technology issues on various platforms. We got to the platform, we were talking and then this huge thunderstorm hit Sydney and it was just, <laughs> no, nah, it was lights out, no more Wi-Fi. So there's things like that that happen and we rescheduled and eventually had a great chat. But really early on when I was green, like with doing podcasts, <laughs> I had a guest on the show who I hadn't had a conversation with before and um, it just was bad. It was just terrible. We just, we didn't have any connection. I didn't understand their humour. <laughs> it was just a terrible episode. And to be really honest, I've never listened to it again. It was just, we didn't have any synergy. And, you know, in hindsight, that person was probably not right for the podcast. And if I had have had a chat prior, which is my learning from that, I need to speak to people beforehand to make sure we've got a synergy, to make sure that, you know, they understand the purpose of the podcast and that I understand what their key message is so we can, you know, align our conversation. But, yeah, it was just flat. I was really hard on myself about it too because I'm like, oh, my God, I should be better than this. I should be able to interview people no matter what. Of course, you know, often we do go down that road, but um, I just put it down to rookie error and it's never happened again, thank God.
1: That's really good though. That, yeah. You know, that that did only happen once and you had some really, really good learnings.
0: Yes, I think when I first started the podcast, I had massive imposter syndrome, like it really kicked in big time because it was like, oh, well, who's going to want (laughs) to listen? A, want to listen to my podcast, B, want to give up their time to be interviewed by me. So I felt like I should be just like so incredibly grateful. And of course, I am very grateful for people too, who give up their time for me. But it's like, I was probably a little bit over the top. And I wouldn't question anything that people wanted to talk about or I just sort of went along with it. I think along with the need to chat to people before the episodes, I also think I learned to not be afraid to say no to those who I don't think are right. Um, because now I get pitched to you all the time. I'm just really, really careful to make sure that they align in with my values and what my purpose is for the podcast in the first instance.
1: And do you feel like that your brand has evolved too And, and with that, that's starting to attract and drive in the right audience and the right guests that align with what the podcast is?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think... Um, It's interesting how it's evolved just in terms of like the editing process, the graphics, the people who I've invited to be part of the podcast because at first I started with my comfort zone in the first, you know, year or so and when it got to the stage where I'd exhausted my network, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I'm going to have to reach out to people that I don't know. So I had to become a little bit braver and bolder and I think the podcast has become a bit braver and bolder and a bit more mature, if you like, as I've become a little bit
1: mature, more mature along with it. So talking about the podcast and the evolution that you've gone on with it, let's dive into the top five episodes. I would love to know and I'd love for you to share what would you say your top five episodes are and and why would, would they be your top five?
0: Yes. Now this was really, really, really hard. <laughs> you know, just about every episode is my favourite, particularly this year's, I think has just gone up another level. So everyone who's been on the podcast this year have been amazing. And the feedback that I've got is incredible and of course the evidence of that is the engagement and the downloads have you know nearly tripled so I'm you know I'm really hoping for that to happen by the end of the year so if I had to choose five if I had to choose five look one of my first was with Georgie Harmon and she's the um, CEO of Beyond Blue and when she said yes I was like oh my God, this is just beyond. I expected her to say no. And um, my God, I was so nervous. I sat outside of her office for ages until the time when I had to go in and um, I was sweating bullets. So in, you know, and being so honored that she said, yes, I thought, I've really got to do you know, a great job with this. I've really got to do this justice for her. And um, this is just the most amazing podcast with a CEO who is so authentic and so generous about her experience as a CEO. But there are so many tips from both Georgie and Patrice who are both guests on that podcast about looking after your mental health, resources to do that, tips to create, a culture of mental health and well being in the workplace. And, you know, the importance for leaders to look after their mental health first. And that podcast directs people to the incredible resources that are available on the Beyond Blue website for those in small business. But of course, you know, since COVID, they've really ramped everything up and there's amazing resources on there for everybody and there always has been of course but um yeah Georgie yeah that was that was probably a huge win for me to to get Georgie I had had previously done a workshop with her and I just found her to be incredibly inspirational and still do so that was a my first Number two is one that's very dear to my heart and that is Stephen Durkin and um, I worked for Steve for a long time and he is the best leader I ever had when I was working in corporate. What I love about him is he is so incredibly intelligent. He's very successful but as a person he doesn't change. Like he's really anchored to who he is and what he stands for um, and he was really consistent as a leader, um, incredibly authentic and a really, really strong communicator. What I loved about this episode is I think you can, and I was, I was interviewing him face-to-face still and I was pretty nervous about it and I think he was nervous too. I think it was his first podcast so it was really nice. But, yeah, I think you can still see that there's a connection there between us. But what I love about this is he shares his road to CEO And we recorded this prior to COVID and some of the things that he shared in this podcast, I think he was 2019, he shares that he is very passionate about flexibility and autonomy with his workforce and in in the workplace. So I'm guessing that that really served him very well throughout COVID and, you know, he was ahead of his time, I think, because he just, really strongly believed in empowering people he cared about people like he really cared about them and um that's how he was very successful as a leader because he empowered his team to be successful and of course I love those stories like they really inspire me so there's a lot to learn from from Steve's episode and um he was my top rating podcast For a very long time. Wow. He was very proud of that. So. (laughs) Number three for me is Gian Rooney. And um, I met Gian when she was emceeing an event that I was speaking at. And I just remember meeting her for the first time. And it was like I knew her forever. She is the most divine, beautiful, warm person. Like that person you see on TV and on socials, that's her. She's just the most gorgeous person. So I reached out to her and this is just after COVID hit because I thought, oh, she might have some some time because she flew around and did lots of events and, of course, that had stopped during COVID. So I, I sort of saw it as a bit of a window of opportunity to maybe get some some bigger names on on the podcast, some well-known names, I suppose. But her podcast is such a great one because she shares her swimming story. What I loved about Gianna, she's so self-aware, like she's so self-aware and very emotionally intelligent, obviously an incredible competitor but very emotionally intelligent as well. And you can just hear her story about resilience, her honesty, and um, the authenticity that she shares her story with. And I just loved her quote, which she sa- shared, which is magic only happens when you step outside of your comfort zone, because of course that's where the growth is. So her episode is, is absolutely one of my faves. Helen Fairclough would be my number and there's so much gold. There is so much gold in this episode for leaders. There's great messages for shaping the future of business, about being really agile and really innovative as an organisation through significant challenge. Now, Helen Fairclough was um, the Director of, I think it was innovation for the Melbourne Convention and Entertainment Centre, which was incredibly, like pretty much obliterated, because of covid yeah they're also an won the employer of choice award i think four years in a row i know it's definitely three and it could be four years in a row now to win that as a hospitality business of their size is really really a a massive achievement so i was desperate to get her on and um, stalked her (laughs) a little, but, um, and she said, yes, but you just, um, can learn so much through what she shares and their initiatives about how to increase engagement levels, about how they got to uh, be the employer of choice and why they consider themselves a kind business. And she talks about that. And also, to have employees that are proud to work for a large organisation such as that I think is a real credit to them. So there's massive amounts to learn with Helen and she's a she's a um, beautiful person as well. My fifth one, my God, I had about 10 up for the fifth. I couldn't choose but I have chosen Brian Hartzer for the reason that I got the opportunity to interview Brian when I was really aiming to level up with the podcast, and I considered Brian a really great get. He was the CEO of Westpac from 2014 to 2020, and had a very public fall from grace. And he would just written a book, The Leadership Star, which I have a copy of, uh, and it's and it's a great book, and. You know, when I was chatting to him about, you know, what I could ask him, what I couldn't, nothing was off the table, which I really admired about him. Now, his episode is so open. It's very considered. He's very considered in his thinking. He was quite vulnerable in talking about his story. And I love the fact that he shared his experience at that traumatic time and what he learned from it. And his tips on engaging people, you know, his leadership star is very practical and easily implementable for leaders too. And I was very grateful to Brian because in one of my messages to him, I actually mistyped it and called him Brain instead of Brian. (laughs) I was so embarrassed about that and I apologise. He said, look, I get it all the time, it's fine. But I thought, oh, well, you know. He's going to say no now.
1: <laughs> <It did> worse, <laughs> no.
0: But he stuck with me, even though I called him brain. So <laughs> yeah. So I think
1: they're my top five for various reasons. They're a really unique and diverse top five. There, Georgie Harmon is you know NFP background. It's a it's a mental health led podcast. Stephen Durkin is a corporate one that's really close to your heart, but some really good insights in there. Gian Rooney, professional athlete, talking really about. You know, her quote, magic, only happens when you step outside of your comfort zone and that can really apply to so many different things. It really can. I would love to listen to that her, Helena Fairclough one too because just putting together like a top-rated employer and hospitality together, like that's almost a juxtaposition um, and, and how they how they go about doing that, that leadership and engagement i got to listen to that one today, Julie.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a great story.
1: And then for Brian Hunter to be so open. Yes. There are five really different and interesting ones to choose as your your top five. What's next, Julie? What are we going to see next?
0: What are we going to see next? Who knows? I always come up with great ideas. <laughs> Um, but um, you know, I just want to continue to get better and better and bring my listeners guests who they can connect with, which is really important to me and learn
1: from. Do you have a, a message that you'd like to leave with everyone? I do,
0: and and thank first of all, thank you, Mel, for you know sharing this episode with me. It's a very special one and I'm very grateful to you for being part of it. And to my listeners, I'm so grateful to you for tuning in, for those who have been with me for a long time. And for those who are new, I'm really grateful to you for tuning in. You're the reason that I put in this blood, sweat and tears time and try and get amazing people. So I do that for you um, and I'm glad that you are enjoying it. So, I do have a special offer that um, I'd like to, will offer <laughs> my listeners, and that is to join me on Instagram at my handle, Julie Hyde Leads. And I'd love you to DM me what your favorite episode is and why, and what will happen then is you will go into a draw for a free 45 minute coaching session with me and I'll announce the a winner on my Instagram on the 1st of September and of course of course of course of course I would love for you to leave a review for the podcast on Apple iTunes. I mean that's a way that you can help me get the podcast out in front of more people. So if you could do that for me I would be very grateful. Thank you. Am I allowed to enter too? <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. I think I can speak for everyone that is listening today and everyone that has participated over the last four years. Let's say that you're an absolute inspiration to consistently podcast for four years And get to 100 episodes and to have continual improvement and growth and iterations and pull insights and always be current and relevant along the way is just such an inspiration to to see and observe and to watch. And to have such quality of guests is just absolutely epic. And you really should take the time to reflect on this and, and be so proud in that achievement and just keep on going (laughs) because it really is a super great podcast. And you're seeing the results in that this year with the three times uplift in downloads. Like you really need to pat yourself on the back on both sides. Yay! You really do. (laughs) And I think um, what you always say is one thing to sort of leave with today is to everyone just to remember to be intentional and purposeful in what your actions and leadership are. And most importantly, be sure to make it count in everything that we do. And I know I carry that around with me a lot. Just make sure that we make it count. Absolutely. Thank you, Mel, for helping me make it count today. Thank you, Julie.